Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. Welcome to the Side Action, uh, episode 19 of season 6. My name is Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Weggsport on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and I'm Coop. You can check me on Instagram at Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. As you heard uh, my esteemed colleague mention, we are the Side Action Podcast. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Side Action Podcast at Side Action Pod. And, uh... Well, we we are here. You know, here. Saturday is the big day. You know, it have is. you enjoyed like your birthday week? You get not have really. you taken like a birthday week and a half kind no, of? I'm not a woman. No, <laughs> women do that. Women take a birthday month. That was a birthday month. Yeah, I take a birthday day with family, and then I have a party. Okay. And, it's, and then once the party's over, nobody thinks about my birthday for another you know, 360 or whatever, 357 days or whatever it is the difference between the party. And okay, the gotcha. Are you are you looking forward to at least winning Saturday? Like you're at least going to win. Like it's rigged for you to win. It's not rigged. Night, right? A lot of people call it the Weggs always wins party. It is <laughs> not. Um, I also, I, I've got it. There's so many people coming this year. I'm not complaining. It's wonderful. It's yeah, just, they're arriving. I can't, um, they're, yeah, they're arriving. I can't quite, uh, a little newsflash for people or the listeners. I don't think I'm going to have enough gift cards for all the winners. So, we're going to do it a little differently this year. There will be gift cards, as there are always. But, I mean, when you have 80 people, I'm not going to buy 20 $25 gift cards. That's already putting me in the poorhouse to do this party. So, <laughs> so anyway, there will be gift cards. Uh, and actually, Foreshadows, <clears throat> look nice. at the cat right here. Nice. Uh, they're, they're contributing two, two gift cards, gift, gift uh, receipts or gift whatever, gift okay. certificates. Um, they're a little more, so that may be for the, the oh, big winner. So it's go. pretty exciting. So. And you're jumping ahead. We, we, that's in the future. Oh, what, is it the future? What about the behind? We, 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 don't skip what happened last week. We had a good time. First oh, week, no, we did. We went on a Friday. Yeah. You know, we, we, we stayed out. We hit we hit first Moe's Cantina, then, then uh, HVAC. HVAC. Yeah. We were, we were getting after that, it out oh, there. That's right. That guy dropped that drink from the second story. Oh, yeah. my God. I totally forgot about that. That girl was pointing up there. Oh, like, she you, was. You, you, you know, and. She was mad, like yeah. she was hot, but like in the like the mad sense, not yeah, like the yeah. physical sense. She was upset. Yeah. yeah, she was very. She man, she was barking. Never she, didn't was, stop. I totally forgot you about know, the, that. the girls oh dancing in front of us. <laughs> there was some 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 action in front of us. Side action, uh, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Front, well, anyway. Anyway, it was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Was a good I mean, time. I was a little banged up for for volleyball. Did not play well. <laughs> I uh, got a little criticized. I'm sorry to hear that. But that's okay. I sweated out. Felt really good. Okay. And, um, I did some ice skating. That was awesome. Nice. Hit nice. The, the skate ribbon, and that was a good time. We and saw the lines get hosed on Saturday night. Like, well, we didn't do that yes. together, but that... That's true. Yeah. That's true. That was a tough one. But, you know, either way, you played... Did you play Hamlin on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday played Hamlin. It was... Uh, the sirens. Yeah, there it is. Right on cue. Literally every time. That is... Well, it's so hot in here with this... With this <laughs> rivers. They're not a... They are not a sponsor yet, but the way I've been playing lately, I'm I'm definitely We're paying for their it. sponsorship <laughs> yeah, at this point. Uh, but no, Hamlin was a good time. It's always uh, we had Commonwealth for lunch, ooh. so I'm starting to. I think I had a nice salad actually. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. Pretty fire salad. So, okay. Yeah. What, what are you? What are you more like a cob salad guy? Uh, no, I think it was like a, a chicken. What was it? They had their own kind of. Uh, Hmm. Was it like Southwest chicken okay. salad or something okay. like that? But it was pretty good. It. Yeah, a Some little like corn a, in there maybe. Yeah, so. Southwest Ranch. I'm a big fan of Southwest Ranch. Like sure. a little bit of spiciness, like Wouldn't fried it? pickle, a little. Oh god, Ooh, a little yeah, fried pickle. Nice. Ooh, yeah. So, but no, that was good. And then uh, Sunday, 
Sunday we did uh we did bowling Sunday and yeah. then uh yeah you guys well <coughs> you guys bowled oh that, like, no it was just me on Sunday okay that was yeah. oh that's right you had the bowling that's right yeah, well, yeah. I know but you you still did I think you did well I know you didn't do well enough to qualify but you still had a good average yeah and I still cashed for not bowling anything competitively for like four years I, I would say I held my own so I I don't know I didn't have a lot to be mad about in retrospect but you mm -hmm. know it's just disappointing not finishing you know how always obviously yeah, how high we want you to but, win. Uh, you want to be I want to see you on the TV on the yeah right ESPN 3 or whatever it is me and you both but Plus. then uh, that was a long day because I got up at 7 and I didn't go to bed till. Well, Whatever yeah, I, mean, I, I played home. volleyball, and you know, with Luke and those guys, played much better that day actually. And then, on um, we, you know, Steph and you, you helped prepare the dinner. It was a very nice New Year's Eve dinner. Oh, that was fantastic. Thank you for the yeah. for the muffins or whatever they were, the little the lobster fritters, the lobster briskets. Yeah, 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 little yeah. fritter thing. They were really good. Uh, prime rib, delicious. Build a base for yeah. us to go out, and then we hit Rizzo's and. You know, it was fun. We had a good time. You had a great suit, the purple suit. If you haven't seen it on Instagram, check it out. This guy, he's on the 20-something page, as am I, apparently. Oh, really? I don't know my age. We know that's what it's called. It says 20-something. Yeah, but we're on the front page? I don't know. Oh, shit. Okay. We're somewhere in the deck. Okay. I mean, Lee found it immediately. Did he really? Okay. Remember, he sent the text. Well, I thought it was Nicole. No, Nicole had Nicole? Yeah, Nicole. I think Nicole had found it, and maybe Lee did some investigation. Nicole is like cyber-stalking the... 20-something site and she finds our pictures which was they were good pictures of us yeah I'd actually yeah. new cover shot of us in our my party hat and yeah but the nice. pads the Instagram page when we get done yeah yeah exactly so. and then um we tried to go out later a little unsuccessful <laughs> you remember the grandmother um, we met the 39 year old grandmother oh, we oh my god that was oh man I mean yeah. I could have left you with her I've never met a woman I've never met a woman that kept the same volume but just kept getting closer to my ear so by the time she's in my ear she's still talking at the same decibel level and I was like oh boy like, yeah so I mean nothing nothing says a, a great New Year's Eve night uh, like sluggers at yeah like 1 30 in the morning yeah um, you could meet a lot of great great ladies there <laughs> but we ended up I, I Sorry, Dalton. No. I drove him all the way to West Loop. No, you didn't drag me. Luke. And we, we took an Uber. We had a good Uber driver. He was the best, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Totally oh, he was the best. Is, yeah, he had Waters. Yeah, Armando. Um, or yeah, I said he was top 30 in the country. Top 30 in the country. Suppose yeah. he gave us water. He didn't have a mint. But but anyway, we met, uh, you know, <laughs> Madison and her friend. And they, they, they wouldn't let us in Soho House. Yeah. They're like, look at us. We're dressed nice. We No, no, we're closing. So we went with these girls, and I think they were a little bit, as you say, rolling. Uh, the one, <laughs> one girl was trying to jump out of the, the Uber. Yeah. She was opening the car door, like she was opening the, the handle. <laughs> Thank God the guy had the child safety lock on her, because she was trying to jump out of the car while it was moving. I'm like, what is with this? Are you okay? Yeah. He was like, are you gonna throw up? I'm like, she's like, yeah. she was like had this demonic look on her. Oh boy! And then we froze our ass off outside of Google 24. Uh, I know you left because you needed a jacket and. Oh, Madison and I finally got in after 45 minutes. So oh, really? Oh, my gosh, much. 45 minutes? Well, we were out there a while. Oh, my God. When people cut in front of us, I was pissed. So then I started, like, like pointing at the the two people cut in front of us, and I'm like, we've got two, they've got three, they let us out in front of them. Yeah, that's right. Nice. You can't outflank the side action, baby. <laughs> that's that's tough. No, I, if anything, I was ready to go home. I was ready. I had yeah. been out for almost oh, 24 God, yeah. hours. But then, you, then you text me in the morning, do you want to go bowling? I'm like, are you serious? I mean, I went to sleep <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning. I yeah. was exhausted. Well, that wasn't even my idea. That was Snow. No, we were sitting at lunch. She's like, let's go bowling. See what Wegs is doing. And you know her tone. Like, I, I tried to, you know, I'm trying to imitate her as best I can. But Yeah, and I, and I was like sitting right over there under the blanket yeah. at what time that was and I was like it was no. like 1 o'clock yeah I was like yeah. I just woke up I, I woke up somebody called me 
Quinley called me at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, yikes. Woke me up. She said, are we getting brunch today? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I thought we were getting together tomorrow after work. She's like, no, we said we were getting to brunch today. I'm like, oh, God. Um, I can I can rally. She's like, no, let's do it tomorrow. Great. Went right back to bed. Slept till one. Then you called. Whatever. I texted. I'm like, let me just watch these games. And we had, well, we'll talk in a minute. We had two great games. So, yeah. So anyway, that's that's the weekend. Sorry guys, I need to really t- dial into our personal lives, but this is this is the exciting part for me. No, that was a uh, that was a fun weekend. I will say that it's uh, and we got the wolf pack now. We've established the wolf pack. Wolf pack. Yeah, it's so. a fist. It's really strong. <laughs> All five fingers make a fist. Bam! You can't stop that wolf pack. So uh, look forward to the adventures of the wolf pack. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> spring and summer, to say the least. I mean, I, assuming Lee doesn't, you know. Get with Daenerys or whatever her name uh, is, the one who looks like Daenerys. Was it Lucy? I think it was Lucy. 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 Yeah. yeah, and she was a treat. She was a real doll. She's lovely. I appreciate oh, she's her. great. Yeah. She Love her accent. Like, she great. might be there Saturday. I'm a little foreshadowing. Okay. For, like, what we're talking a little about. Little down under. Down under. Yeah, I love the accent. It's fantastic. Uh, she, she had a great accent. So let's let's transition to the to the actual pod here. So the shed. There's somebody in the shed. You can go first because you're putting something in the shed right up top in highlighted yellow. Like I can't see it. And it is? It's Jimbo Wegg. Oh. So I'm putting, unfortunately, my pal, my friend, I, I, if things would have gone different, I wouldn't put you in the shed. But the, circum- the circumstances that have been put upon us, the shed does not, you know, it's got, it doesn't have any friends. It doesn't, you know, it's it's very subjective. So we're putting Jimbo Weggs in, in, uh, in the shed this week. He, you did get taken to the shed because you had Jaden Reed in your uh, mm-hmm. fantasy matchup. And I, I think it was four tenths of a point is what you got yeah, beat by. Four yards. You needed four one yards. more catch. Or, one catch or... Five yards. Anything for him to happen. He Anything. had an amazing first half for he didn't even be there. Two touchdowns. And then... Uh, I should have started Flacco to been over. Yeah, amazing chest injury that occurred out of nowhere. Well, so. he, he stretched across the goal line. I mean, we'll talk in a minute. But he had a great play to, to, to score at the end of that first half. And that's when I yelled and said, Fuck you, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I checked the score and I was down by point four. Oh, and man. he was sitting there in the sideline. And you were he doesn't in the shed. have his helmet. I'm like, no. Yeah, the shed's a lonely place. Oh man, it was and, a lonely, cold yeah, place. That that night. was, uh, yeah, that was right before we went out. So mm-hmm. you did well. You handled the morale well. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Two hundred dollars. Well, I agree with because I would not handle it as well as you did. <laughs> I had, I would have probably not been in a good state of mind. Yeah. So, uh, and then we're going to transition into the Lakers. Oh, yeah. The Lakers are in the shed. So they are currently seventeen and eighteen on the season. Uh, they lost to the Heat again last night without Jimmy Butler, without Hemi, if you will. Um, they're two and eight in their last ten, and they only have three wins since winning the in-season I mean, tournament. Back they, on did the, they think uh, the mid-season tournament was the championship? I don't know, but that was on December 9th. Yeah, so it's been almost a month. Yeah, so it's uh, I don't know what's going on with the team. They're just bad. And today they were talking about uh, Darvin Ham. Apparently, is starting to lose the locker room. And I tell you what, LeBron is just you know he is really great and all, but man, he's got to he just throws those coaches to the he wolves. Does. Man, it's well, just it's Darvin uh, Ham. I mean, this isn't you know. Doesn't have a lot of weight. Like a a <laughs> major fair. player in the league at one time. He's just a guy. I mean, he was fine. He, he professional basketball player. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, they got to the uh, Western Conference Finals last year. So and got crushed for this. I would. Well, that's fair. But they, I mean, the, the Nuggets are just such a better yeah. team. Maybe it's yeah. the Nuggets and Celtics. We yeah. talked about that before. But um, and also the I don't know if you saw this. No. The Epstein list, folks. They I came did. out. So we're taking them to the shed. Uh, the only really notable athletes that I saw in there were. Uh, Charles Barkley and Donovan Mitchell. Right, but I saw. I, I think you changed this. So I did. I had did, Jimmy Kimmel on did, there. Was Kimmel on it or not? <clears throat> so there was there was talks that he wasn't, and then I've seen on Twitter that he was. So and that's I don't why wanna, Rogers, I don't wanna, Aaron Rodgers, you didn't take the yeah. shot. He was like talking all the smack about Kimmel that he was on the list, and then Kimmel came out and said, basically, yeah. keep your name out of my mouth, kind of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And so anyway, 
Okay. The, but yeah, the I, don't, I didn't guys. want to misreport. So we'll we'll see. Maybe next week I'll be able to yeah. confirm one way or the other that yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, Jimmy Kimmel is not is or is not on the list. But uh, everybody else that's on there is get, should be taken to the shed immediately, if not sooner. Yeah. So. Oh, they they yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully you have seen and Matt. Well, you've probably seen the documentary on Netflix. It's it's atrocious. Oh, that's a nightmare. Thing. Yeah. But. But anyway, it's it's not something it's not musty TV. Please just you know. Yeah. So if you haven't checked brains. it out though, that's yeah. a good read. So 900 pages worth. Oof. Well, I'm gonna take Kevin O'Connell to the shed. Same game. Same game. Uh, it was it was like a Sunday night, last game of the of that weekend. And when you're in a must-win situation, we talked about it last week. You're in a must-win situation. <laughs> I know Nick Mullins did not play great. He didn't. He actually he threw the ball well, except four times. He had four <laughs> interceptions. Which is bad, but he still threw for 400 yards. Maybe he lost locker room, whatever. Jaron Hall, obviously not the answer. Uh, huh. He went in and played like garbage in that half, and then they made him go back to to Mullins, and that's kind of what I said last week. I don't know why you want to do Mullins and if he throws a pick, or then you pull him for for Hall the other way around. You put this rookie in a situation where it's a must-win situation, and he just look. The pack looked better than that they did in the first half for sure, but more importantly that they couldn't answer, and it was more of a supposed to be a, a tennis match and they, they were just getting served out so so anyway Kevin O'Connell you, you've been a good coach for most of the season but you're going to the shed come on come on with me there's plenty of room next <laughs> yeah. to me it's, it's a little chilly but we can get close and, yeah you know whatever so. you'll be out next week hopefully I hope so yeah. we'll see uh, so let's talk about the you know club dub I mean it's a growing wall of fame so to speak I'll go first since you have like 18 in here oh, okay to your reference Jaden Reed he's in my <laughs> club dub even though he did not take me to the championship, he's had an amazing rookie campaign. The yep. guy's awesome. I really like the way he plays. And that's he's kind of um, not a throwback, but he's one of those guys that can do anything. He runs the ball a little bit. He gets those swing passes. He obviously run after catch, yards after catches his forte. Yeah. Had two big touchdowns. Gave me a shot. See, to me, I wouldn't – he put me in the shed. But he's a, <laughs> he's a clubbed up because he, he gave me a shot. The problem right. is he gave me hope. Yeah. He dashed me just like this stupid rivers thing that's dashed my hopes since I ever got it. I'm going to war now. Ah. But anyway, um, Jane Reed, welcome, welcome to Club Dub. You've yeah. got the whole place. Have fun. I'll see you when I get out of the shed. He's like a poor man's Debo Samuel. Yeah, just smaller. Yeah. You know, yeah, a he's smaller. a smaller guy, but a he's definitely a, a playmaker. Is there a better wide receiver group that's under the age of 26 than Green Bay or 20, even 25? I, I don't like, think so. I mean, for the next five or six years, they, they're set. Even they their fourth guy. Yeah, like, uh, uh, Wicks. Yeah, Davion, Davion, Davion Wicks. Wicks, yeah, he's, he's from really Virginia. I think. Yeah. yeah, he's really, we talk, I think I put him in club yeah, that, a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that's so. Dobbs and, <clears throat> and Watson's supposed to play this week. We'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, and we'll get, so. yeah, for sure. Okay, let's go. We got uh, the list. Yeah, there's only five. And they're top five in club dub this week. In no particular order, we're going to start with uh, Tory Taylor. Okay. So uh, Tory broke the FBS record for most punch y- punt yards in a season this year. Okay. Uh, playing for Iowa. Well, out of all, out <laughs> all schools, if you could guess that. So it was an 85 year old record. Um, you know, it got broken. So anytime you break an 84 year old record, we'll put you in club dub. I don't even care if it's kicking. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. Uh, the next one on the list, we're going to put uh, my fantasy team in club dub. So the one league I actually did want to win this year is the 18 team gauntlet. It's my oh, work I like league. this name, too. Yeah, Catalina Wine Mixin. Ah, the, uh, yes, the Catalina the, Wine Mixin. It's yes. a very popular event. Absolutely. Catalina. Oh, actually, it's a fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have some of the belt this year. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, you had a good squad. Yeah, Josh Allen, McCaffrey, Jalen Warren, um, 
Calvin Ridley, Chris Godwin. Okay. Uh, likely was the tight end. He had a big game too. Yeah, uh, yeah he, had a, he had a nice week for me. I had Darren Waller as well, so I played the whole two tight, end tight ends. Flex. Oh, two tight ends. Um, yeah, flex. Good. And then I defense. I think I had the Ravens. Okay. And then uh, kicker. I think I had the Saints guy by Groupie or whatever the hell. Nice. So. Um, but yeah, good season. We went eight and six, but we had the highest points for in the whole league. It's all that so, matters. You know, you, you, um, know, you know, you could score. Yeah, we knew we had a chance. It's just a matchup. Yeah. You know? So uh, we'll have a summer of the belt. Look forward to that. All the pictures oh, yeah. we're gonna get. So Wait, uh, now, do you guys, does the loser have to do something bad, or it's just the winner gets the belt? No, the winner gets the belt. For okay, the so it's a positive league. It's yeah. not like where we. Well, it is work related. We don't want an HR oh, violation. Yeah, yeah, it's all of our work folks, so we don't want an HR complaints or violations. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're all about cohesion here. Okay, so. <laughs> No, I anyway. Get it. I get it. Um, also, next, we're going to put Austin Matthews. So he okay. had a game-winning goal in overtime last night for his 30th of the season. He has 30 goals in his first 36 games to start the that's, year. That's so, not bad. First American-born player to have 30 goals in his first eight seasons. So Finally. We knew we could do it. Yeah. We have uh, arguably the best American-born player ever to play like 100 in years. the NHL. Well, no, ever. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been 100 years so, or something with the league, right? Oh, yeah, 100 and yeah, change. Maybe more. Yeah, yeah, so definitely for sure. So we'll put him in Club Dub. I don't know if you saw this the other night, but Jordan Clarkson. Okay. Uh, he plays for the Utah Jazz. He had a, a triple-double in their Ooh. win over the Mavericks. I believe it was Tuesday night. Okay. Uh, it was the uh, Utah Jazz's first triple-double since 2008. Now, Eight. we'll give you your uh, weekly trivia question. Can you name the last person or player to have a triple-double for the Utah Jazz in 2008? Jeremy Williams. No. Actually, you're going you're to kick yourself because it was Carlos Boozer. Boozer? Yeah, it was Carlos Boozer. He had a triple-double? He actually passed the ball? He was the, uh, he was the last last player for the Utah Jazz <laughs> okay. to have a triple-double. So. I mean, he used to be a double-double guy, but <laughs> yeah. maybe just threw I, some assists in there. I think it was like 1,228 games or something, or 1,227 games mm-hmm. that had gone in between. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, shout out to Jordan Clarkson, and then uh, Donovan Caitlin. Mitchell was a good player for them, and they never got it done. No, never had a triple. I thought that. I know. I thought that was amazing too. Yeah. I was like, no way, Donovan Mitchell didn't have one triple double in Utah. So I felt like stat short. Yeah, right. So shout out to uh, Jordan Clarkson, and then uh, Caitlin Clark. I don't know if you saw I that three pointer. I did see the play many times. Uh, they had a game. She hit a game winning three pointer at the buzzer. Michigan State. Uh, State. Uh, yeah, yeah, on on Wednesday night. Um, she had thirty, I think, or thirty three. She's pretty uh, good. Yeah, she's really good. She. I don't. <laughs> Put her with the men. So she, she shoots like Curry. But anyway. She can really shoot. Uh, yeah, she's currently fifth all-time on the scoring list. She's on pace to break the all-time record in February. Uh, excuse me. And that's uh, 3,527 points. I'll give you an extra bonus trivia question. Mm. Do you know the lead, all-time leading scorer in NCAA women's basketball history? Um, she's my woman crush, by the way. She's like one of my biggest crushes. Great eyebrows. Oh, of course, you and these friggin' eyebrows. Give me an era. Like, how many uh, years She's ago? recent. This was like two or three. Uh, was it 2014? To, or it might have been 2013 to 2017 or 2014 to like 2018. She's currently in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will give you that. Yeah. She's married to Darren Waller. It doesn't help me. Okay, well, that's things um, for you. You should get more pop, pop culture references. That's uh, I don't know. Uh, Kelsey Plum. Okay. For the Washington Huskies. So she Good had uh, Yeah, oh, she's gorgeous. Anyway. He's a big eyebrow guy. Walking <laughs> around the bar, New Year's Eve. That was one of the criteria. It's like, you know, brunette, eyebrows. Uh, anyway. Eyebrows. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we're going to play Caitlin Clark in Club Dub. Um, she, might, uh, she might set the all-time scoring record a little sooner than February. But I think, obviously, praying that, knock on wood, nothing bad, catastrophic happens, uh, no injuries or anything like that, she's going to be the all-time leading scorer. And she's just uh, she's a bad woman on the planet with a basketball. She's good. So, Let's see if she can get the national title this year. Yeah. Fell just short last year. Very big 
controversy, controversial game, but we'll we'll see what happens. She's gonna make like I think she makes like twenty million a year in oh NIL or some crazy number. Yeah. Wish I was I was good like that. All right, well, let's go to college uh, football. We had a bunch of games, as we talked about, the more of the bigger bowls, uh, and you did much better this week than last week, so congrats. Thank you. Uh, we only got one wrong this week. I know, and that was one of the big ones. But So we'll go over the big games here. So the Cotton Bowl, Missouri, Missouri, you know, obviously we, we, we you got that when you're on the right side there. Ohio yeah, State a- with the backup quarterback wasn't as good as we – well, it was kind of what we planned, planned it out. It was beautifully planned. I think I even said on the pod, like I think I said it was gonna be like a seventeen ten game where it's and it was three nothing going into the fourth quarter. It was like, come on, let's see something. It was, it was <laughs> no, no, you know, to that game. It's no, a grower, Washington, not a Texas. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then <laughs> Ole Miss, we planned that one out perfectly. perfectly we knew that, you know, and they weren't technically top ten. I guess they're top eleven. My bad. Yeah. But why would you put Penn State ahead of Ole Miss in the ranks anyway? Because you know. Sorry, James Franklin, Jimmy Franklin. Yeah. You're bad against good teams. Sorry, yeah. pal. And then Georgia, this was a rough one. So after we did the podcast, I listened to a lot more information about what was going on, where basically almost half the team, 24 uh, people, 24 people <laughs> did not play in this game for Florida State, which I think is a bad sign. I, I understand they were, they're kind of salty and, you know, they were going to play the third string, whatever. It just was, and they lost 63 to 3. This game wasn't, this was rough. You don't think the school shelling all this money for them to get out of the ACC is another bad sign? <laughs> That's a I bad mean, sign. The writing was kind of on the wall. I also was a little surprised Georgia, I mean, maybe they didn't, they couldn't stop running from running up the store, but they, they really, I mean, they just. They ran the football. I mean, they just wouldn't tackle. Wouldn't tackle. They literally just couldn't stop them. I mean, they did trick plays in the first half. They, I mean, it was 40, what was it, 42 to 3 at halftime or whatever. But speaking hell. of trick plays, Oregon, they were <sighs> like, Look, Liberty, you think you're pretty good. We are going to run trick plays. They were running flea flickers, obviously. Well, it was 6 nothing really quick. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was like, oh, what, what's going on here? So for just a half a second. For a second. Yeah. And then Oregon had rolled them. Bo Nix uh, did play. He played very well. They, they destroyed them, so no easy cover. So then the two big games, you know, we had two really good semifinals, Coop. And, I mean, I, was, I haven't watched a lot of college football, as you, you discussed. You know, part of not playing flag football means I don't watch much college football anymore because I used to, like, go to the bar right afterwards. Or so now it's like <clears throat> Michigan's Alabama. Michigan was a better team. I saw it on paper, oh, like, yeah. on, on the field. But Alabama, like, switched their strategy in the second half and was – they're going to win this game. They had this game. I mean, they're up by a, a score. They looked like they had it not in hand, but they did control the game. Then that bad fumble by Penix, which I don't even think they even scored on. but kind of Melrose. Oh, Milrow, my bad, Milrow. And then um, the bad snaps, dude. I don't know which quarter that was. Yeah. Honestly, had, the whole year they've been they've had trouble with what that. What is with that? How do they keep so, that guy in there? They were talking about that on uh, – so Saban goes on Pat McAfee, mm-hmm. and I was watching it, but he was talking about they've been having trouble with that all year. And one of the – one of the A.Q. Shipley is one of the guys on there. He's talking about it's hard because they do a clap for their cadence. Okay. And when there's a lot of noise going on – So for – uh, that you can't hear it, and another thing is you can't really prepare for it. Like in the NFL, you know, you'll hear you'll hear Dak go, "Here we go," or even like you know, "Wahoo," you know, with Aaron Rodgers, and the center can anticipate the ball so he's just going to snap. So yeah, so sometimes the center uh, AQ was talking about when they did the clapping when Cliff Kingsbury came to Arizona okay. when they played in Pittsburgh one week. He would literally look up at the jumbotron and wait mm. for to watch Kyler clap, and then he would Got snap it. the ball. So. They were talking about that's so obviously there's a lot going on because he's trying to make reads and checks and then he's waiting for the quarterback. So it's Sounds just like a, they should change that strategy. <clears throat> Probably, but I mean those three snaps. I think it's three. Yeah. The one drive was a drive killer. It was like whatever. Yeah. Second and four, and then it turned into you know whatever fourth and twenty five, and then at the end of the game when you know obviously this game went to overtime. Give you know 
Michigan credit for for coming back, making the score. Yeah. Didn't go for two. That was a win. beautiful drive too. I don't oh, know where that awesome whole. Drive. Where was that game? Play, where was that call? Like those play calls. The I whole don't second, like, What did you do the whole second half? It's like they. It's like they saved those. Like they knew they were going to be in that situation. They like, saved those eight play calls. Playing the lines. Well, that's why. And then I thought, oh, we're going to go for two. Nope, we're not going to go for two. We're going to go to overtime. Yeah. Well, he Fine. knew. He, he knew, knew he had the better team. Yeah. Well, he knew he had the better team. That's what it came down. And they to. finally gave the ball to the running back, Quorum, and yeah. they got finally the guy like runs up the middle twice for a touchdown. Yeah. And then they went for that fourth down. And I know that the play got broken down and all that stuff. It still was some sort of run read option from the four. I don't understand why it's just not a pass. I know that Milroy's not as good as other quarterbacks, but dude, that was a terrible play. So, you know, hey, good job. Michigan covers. They win the game. They advance to the finals for the first time really ever in this era. They, they had won a national title in 97, yeah. but they didn't have to play at a game like this. So they finally got out of the, the semifinals. Yeah, and they're. Uh, I think Jim's. Yeah, Jim's got the monkey off his back, and yeah. I think that's a big deal for him. And I think. Uh, I think Tuesday you're going to see that he's going to the NFL. If you ask yeah, me, yeah, so, likely, likely. Um, but no, I think they got the monkey. They got the monkey off their back, mm-hmm. and I think they are well equipped to play Washington. There's a couple different reasons why that is, but yeah. we'll talk about Texas and Washington first. So the second game was was an awesome game, although it, it got a little hairy at the end. So Washington. <laughs> I had not seen this team play. Full disclosure, never seen him play, not even one down. Oh, wow. And I've seen, I've heard of Michael Penix Jr. I, I, I remember when he played at Indiana, he was a very mobile quarterback. I heard a lot. I heard all about these wide receivers. But first, like second play of the game, he just start. chucks the ball like 40 yards on a dime to a you know, flag route. Amazing yeah. throw. Yeah. He's hitting these guys deep. Not even tight the, coverage. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not even shitty coverage. Like, like tight coverage, just putting it right where it needs to be. He's gunning it down the middle. Never getting touched. That offensive line's decent. Less in the country, actually. And Texas, I don't understand why Texas, we'll talk about this for your handicap for the next game, they barely ran the ball. Was it because Washington played good defense? It, it felt like once Washington kind of got up a little bit, and they did match scores early, yeah. they were content throwing the football and not running the ball. So I mean, you got to keep the ball away from this offense, first of all. But And then the second half, Washington just kind of took the air out of the stadium. Uh, that third quarter, I think... If I'm not if I'm correct, uh, Texas only had like five yards in the third quarter, something, or something. like that, yeah. Because they had a fumble and a couple fumbles in the second half, and then finally, you know, the game was kind of in hand. But let's, I think I was going to praise the coach for Washington until he kind of almost blew this game. Yeah. Like he had a couple really bad decisions. They threw the ball on third and goal at one point before that field goal to go up nine, and then it's hard to say. Obviously, the guy got injured at, when they were trying to run the clock out. Why don't you just take a knee? Yeah, that's fair. Could have gone down to 12 seconds. They got 50 <clears throat> seconds. They got 47 seconds to, to go the field. And, you know, what's his name? Uh, Ewers. What's his name? Ewers, yeah. Ewers, yeah. Win Ewers. I mean, I don't think he's a very good quarterback, but he got him down there. I no, don't think so. I don't. Oh. I, when I watched that game, granted, I'm watching it against Penix's you know, ability, and Penix was throwing dimes all day. But I thought Ewers played Ewers, He was well like, too. his first, he was only 50% in his first, like, 18, 20 passes. Then at the end of the game, I don't understand, honestly, watching this game, Coop, because I haven't seen a lot of it, why is Washington playing man-to-man in this situation? Yeah. They're giving situations. I don't think viewers can hit tight windows like Penix could. Make him go down the field and, and slow you know, slow play it with only one timeout. Instead, they <laughs> he was letting them get one deep coverage. He got that 32-yarder, yeah. and then they got really to the 11, and then, I don't know, obviously Washington finally stood up, and they did win the game outright uh, covering the spread, and... They look good, so they did win, what, they by six points? No. 
Yeah, they kicked yeah. the field goal. They won by six points in the end. Yeah. No, I think there was it seven, I thought. Because they could have scored it and tied it up, I think, to go to overtime. I think they would have I thought they were going to win it. Because they, they were down by nine, and then they decided to kick the field goal when they got in close because they had to get two scores. Then they got the onside kick. Then they couldn't run out the clock. So they're oh, yeah, they six. did. They could have lost the game. Oh. Yeah, yeah, 37-31. So anyway, so Washington, this sets up, we're talking a lot about the old games, but let's talk about the matchup now. Oh, yeah. So Washington against Michigan, is it still five? I didn't, I didn't check. Uh, as far yet. as I know. It's like four and a half, five. So Michigan's four the favorite. Half. Four, and four and a half. half. They're the favorite. They're playing in. Uh, no real advantage in, in spots. They're playing in Houston, so it's kind of pretty neutral. Um, I, I think I know what you're going to say, but where's what I'll say about Washington? And, I, and I'm going to go back on what I said last week. I, I was the guy. I was like, you know what? Everybody's disrespecting Washington. I'm going to throw a few bucks on 7-1 to one yeah. for them to win the, the title. You did say that. And yeah. I just did it because I, I wasn't going to bet the games. I wasn't feeling as confident as you are about them. So actually that puts me in a situation where I can hedge. I'll definitely bet on Michigan now. Figured out the hedge already so I can win, win okay. a profit. Yeah. But five points does seem like a lot to me. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know that Michigan is physical. And I, you can talk to me about their corners because they're going to have to stand up. But it's the pass rush because Penix had all day in that game. He yeah. never really got hit. So is your – I know you like Michigan. So is it because of the pass rush? I know they're not going to stop the run. So you know they're going to run the ball yeah. down their throat. But assuming that Washington can score, is it because they're going to get a pass rush on them and can cover or what? What's the other side? Honestly, I look at this from the angle of this Washington team – very similar reminds me of the Ohio State teams okay. from a couple years ago when you had Olave and Jackson Smith sure. and Jigba and Great. Garrett Wilson sure. with CJ Stroud even. So yeah. I think that just the familiarity, like they were okay. built to beat that team. Okay. So honestly, I think that favors Michigan as a mm -hmm. matchup standpoint. Um, to your point, the secondary of Michigan is much better than Texas's. Well, so sure. it's, I mean, it's sure. night and day. Um, the defensive coordinator from Michigan, uh, I think it's Jesse Minter. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's from Baltimore staff. Okay. So the the base the defense that you Blitzing. see at Baltimore is very much the de defense you see at Michigan. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think they're going to be able to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, obviously, I thought Texas would be able to do that with Washington, right. but right. Um, I just I think the coaching mismatch is going to favor Michigan more. Okay. Um, I just and I think the ability for Michigan to want to actually run the football. I think Texas was. Like optimistic to run the ball, and when they Ooh. didn't, they didn't see success early. They kind of just abandoned. Yeah, it. I, I don't think Michigan will do that. Like won't. this team is built to control the ball, mm -hmm. run the ball. They want to be physical. To your point, uh, I just think it's a bad matchup for Washington. Okay. I think. To, so, to what your point number to, would you would you take Washington at? I mean, it's not going to get there, but I'm just curious because it's a weird number. Five, yeah. four and a half, five is a kind of tweener number. It's not three or three and a half. So what is the number that you would take Washington in this game? I mean, maybe seven or seven and a half. Okay. I could like see a touchdown. Mich I could see Michigan winning by 10. Okay. Yeah, I could see a 10 point. I could, if Michigan gets up, they're just going to keep running the ball. I mm. think Michigan's team total is 30 right now, mm. and I would take the over if I had to pick. The only that thing total. that I am not trying to make you change anything, I'm just countering because this is the other, the other thought I had when I did the future was Washington played this really tough schedule, you yeah. know? Best, and yeah, and, and Texas too. didn't play that tough a schedule, and Michigan really hasn't played that tough a schedule. And I think you would say that Texas was tougher than Alabama. So 
you know, that's the only thing I would have as a caveat that Washington's played good teams. Maybe they haven't played physical teams like this in the Pac-12. I don't know. That could be. I think Oregon's probably the closest okay. thing that is going to be like as from a physicality standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I still don't think it matches up to the same kind of style that Harbaugh right. and them want to play because they they still get under center. They still, you know, they'll still run kind of a, a pro approach, if you right. will. Um, to where a lot of other, you know, to your point when you texted, like, I don't know why we're running the shotgun fourth and third, like fourth and three. Why are we in the shotgun? Like, so, and I, I don't, and Michigan, like I said, I think that just a different style. Of, yeah, and I guess like last week, I think the key matchup last week, what I said was, can the Texas, you know, secondary yeah. stop that those receivers? And they, could. they could not. No. This week, I think is can Michigan's offensive or defensive line get pressure, get pressure on the from the offensive line? Which you said they, they won the whatever the award is for best uh, offensive best, line. Yeah. But if they can get pressure on Penix and and rush him, and that's what I was saying, even we were texting during the game, they need to speed up Penix now. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, speed him up, make him so he. And granted, he's pretty shifty, and they ran him a lot more than they've done him this year, from yes. what I understand. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to be able to do that this week. Is just can they get him off tempo? Because when he got that, even the quick throws were just incredible. But he got an extra whatever two beats, right? It was over. Well, and I the think the difference, the difference in preparation too, between mm-hmm. having a whole month to prepare for Texas That's and true. having six days to prepare for Michigan, I, I think that I, that I think that heavily favors Harbaugh. Okay. Um, and the staff. So I just, that's where my mind goes is the coaching mismatch. Yeah, we're so. up in the sides on this one, but I will be betting with you on Michigan. <laughs> we'll get to know. I'm locking in profit. Yeah. Um, we are, uh, oh, and by the way, we forgot to mention uh, overall, we're 35 14 and 1 this year on our college picks. So uh, hopefully we can get the 36 14 and 1. What about, what's the total in this one? We didn't put this down. Um, give me just a second. My phone left on the other side of the computer, so I'm not going to reach. Uh, over under is 56 and a half. Okay, so what do you think about that? You think it's going to be an under game because the Michigan's going to try to bleed clock, or you think it'll get over? Because what I will say, yeah, is I do early in that, that game, yeah. I thought it was a it was going to be a track meet, and then Washington just slowed that thing down. It yeah. did get over, um, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is not going to hit the over. Like they're <laughs> going to switch it, but they ended up going over. I think I like the under actually. Yeah, I do too. I I do like the under there, but I I maybe mush yeah because I could see maybe fifty one or fifty two is sure. probably about where I would put it if it were me. But right. yeah, no, I would definitely take the under, but I would take I, I would take Michigan for sure. Okay, yeah, thirty one twenty one something like that for you. All right, well let's get into the NFL here. Uh, week seventeen. Well, this was uh, interesting. The home team's yeah. still doing well, but but again, favorites and dogs split down the middle, eight and eight, and totals got more regularized, nine and seven to the over. A lot more spreads coming into effect, just like last week, four to sixteen. So it's kind of a you know, for, it took eighteen weeks or seventeen weeks. Now the books have it figured out. Except now we're going to entering week eighteen, which is <laughs> all bets are off. Yeah, they are no man's land. <laughs> Uh, side action is whatever. What can I save everybody? It's, it's, we lost a leg in this one. We, we stepped in a landmine about you know two weeks ago, and now we're just limping home. But uh, we, we we got one out of four again. Uh, but just to keep you in mind for the contest for future, top entry seventy percent. We knew that. I knew that seventy percent is a winner almost every year, right around that seventy. And the cut line is about at sixty two point three. Right in that sixty two to sixty to sixty three percent is normal. So we just couldn't maintain the the, the pace. Uh, we did go with the Cowboys minus five. Yeah, and again, we were texting. It's like, come on, man. And it, maybe you're right. Maybe they were the the wrong side the whole way. But you know, they had a chance. They just couldn't keep by the end zone. And then I don't understand what what Campbell was doing. I I don't know why he went for two from the 
seven yard line or whatever it was, twelve eight yard line or whatever, you know, he got the penalty. Yeah. I mean, kick the extra point, give me a chance to get my cover. That's all I care about. <laughs> I mean, I don't care about your winning streak or whatever. Did but. you hear him on? He did a talk show radio with Detroit today or yesterday, he, and the guy was like the radio shop, yeah. the talk ho- talk host guy was like, I just think it was irresponsible. He's like, okay, <laughs> like he's just like whatever, man. He's like, you know, so but they were in the playoffs. They got so it's just it's I just they could have yeah they when that was a whole other thing about the. Eligibility Allen, and all that stuff, joke. and he's he's back on Sunday night Sunday night football or Sunday, you know, primetime game again. Oh, he's doing the Dolphins. he's doing the Pittsburgh game. Oh, okay. He's doing the Pittsburgh Ravens game. God. So he's doing that's a three o'clock game, but he's like a standalone game. So, uh, so that wasn't that great, but they did win twenty to nineteen. So Dallas has a chance to win the NFC East this week. We'll talk. We don't talk about the Eagles. The Eagles lost. Yeah. Against Arizona, crazy. Um, Buffalo, uh, they didn't get it done. Minus thirteen. What can I say? Who told you that? Who told you that was going to happen? You did. I can't remember. You did. But I, I just thought that they were going to kick ass because well, what was funny? They lost that game in the first. Well, they won the game. Let's make it clear. Yeah. They, they won the game 27-21. but they lost the cover in the first half. They had four turnovers of Zappy in the first half, yeah. and were only up by like four points. Yeah. And I was like, because you know he's not going to do that bad in the second, in the second half. half. Yeah. Or it'll get pulled. So it was one of those situations. They never really were covering. They they had one chance. They were up twenty seven. 14, I think, and then they got the backdoor cover. So great job for the Patriots. The Finns, man. I know you you probably I'm talked Dolph about out. this. Don't You're Dolph out? I've been Dolph out about three Dolph weeks out. Now, Well, they're yeah. in the playoffs. Let's stop they there. They don't even deserve to be. But, you know, they, they played good for a quarter. Yeah. And then they just got Lamar. <laughs> got shit canned. Yeah. God, Lamar. First of all, thank you, Lamar Jackson, for winning <laughs> me the MVP uh, future that I bought on you at, you know, whatever, 15 to 1. Thank you, because I think you're oh, it changed every week. Last week it was seven to one, I think. Or no, yeah, that was well, Washington. I, sorry. Well, yeah, but well, you're right. Right, right that was. But I, I got in on it, whatever, in October. Okay. So I'm not saying that I mean, he could lose it theoretically, nah, but I think it's in now. Yeah. So thank you, Lamar. Getting five touchdowns really helped. But they look great. I mean, fifty-six nineteen. They just kind of. I think they had a little payback from last year. Didn't they lose two years in a row to them to Miami? Yeah, once on Monday night, and then the last year they blew it on like week three. They had that amazing comeback. Yeah, two ahead all those throws. So yeah. maybe they kind of had something for them. But this week they'll rest their guys. This Carolina, I mean, <laughs> Beathard did play, yeah. you know, and so it was six and a half seemed like a, a you know, not a gift, but I, I mean, maybe it could have been more. I think they closed it a bigger or a smaller favorite. Didn't matter. Twenty six nothing, which. Maybe that bodes well for the Jags. We'll talk about the injury report in a minute, but Beathard just made the easy throw, and they gave it to Etienne. Like you said, he had a huge game. Yeah. Again, I'm not in the fantasy playoffs, or <laughs> wasn't in the finals for my other team, but he had a good game. Oh, yeah, and he's like a, just that Carolina run defense is atrocious. But, hey, the, uh, the they didn't get shut out because the owner threw a drink on the fans, so oh. they, he definitely scored, he scored a fine for that at least. So oh, my God. Good old David Tepper. He's, he's a, he's he a stayed classy, San Diego. But we did get one. We got the we got the Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Mason Rudolph, you know, he, he did it again, man. 30-23, to 23, he put up some yards, 469 yards in this one. Yep. Uh, they played well. It makes – Seattle, they now that's a winner get in. They they could say they could win and still be out. Yeah. Uh, because of this loss, so Pittsburgh did, and they have a situation where they can win. They need some help to get in when they play Baltimore. Um, you did well with you know C.J. Stroud came back. Yeah. He he played well. He they covered easily twenty six to three. I didn't necessarily see this one, so this sets up uh, for a winner get in situation. So good job for Houston. Tampa though, this was a. What the hell happened in this game? That was a clunker. I don't know. I didn't. Jesus. I didn't really get a chance to watch most of this game. I just saw the score across right. the bottom. I was just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, they, I mean, it, it, the big thing is, I guess, even a team like Tampa, as, as good as they've been playing, 
are they really going to win five in a row? No, they're not a five in a row team. So they were down 17 to nothing in this game. And they Early. didn't score to the fourth quarter yeah. in this game. So the Saints win uh, 23-13. It gives them a chance to make the playoffs if some things happen. Uh, but Tampa could still win the division if they win this week. So even yeah. with that loss. But the Bears, I, I, you need to push for the Bears harder, man. They are playing so good. Huh. They dominated this game, 37-17. to 17. I knew that the Falcons were garbage. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't think they put up 37 points. But they uh, they lit it up. They played really well. Defense is playing good. They may be eliminated for the playoffs where they have, like, whatever. There's some – they're still under 1%. I don't know why. they Just eliminate <laughs> from my mind. But they have a chance to knock out uh, Green Bay this week. We'll talk about that. And then lastly, the Browns, which was – on Thursday when we recorded. Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, yeah. They were awesome. 37 to 20. And Joe Flacco. David and Joku. Are guess. you flack in or flack out? No, you got to be flack. <laughs> you no, you got to be flack and kidding me. That's what I got to say. It's so like, good. And so, but now he's, I think he's going to make like $4 million in incentives oh, or something. And also, uh, before we, I guess, I think we'll talk about when we get to the Tampa Bay game. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of incentives for Baker Mayfield this week. I don't I've know if you saw that, that too. I've heard that. Yeah, he's uh, if he finishes in the top five, right? Well, top five in the NFC and then top ten in the league. But he's got okay. like four categories. Okay. They're going to pay him a half million a piece. He's, he's eighth right now. He's only he can definitely get to five because uh, Mahomes and Stafford are going to play, so yeah. he has a chance. Okay, well, let's talk about some of these storylines. You're, you're leading me into it, so Lamar. You know, a lot of guys aren't aren't playing this week. It's a weird week. Week eighteen is wild. Uh, Baltimore. Lamar Jackson's not playing. So you got Tyler Huntley, but he's he's started in the league. He's played pretty yeah. good. Solid backup. Purdy's not going to play this week. You got Sam Darnold. I'm not sure. I don't think McCaffrey's going to play. He's, but he's at, I think he's on the injury report. Is out with a calf. So, but they play the Rams, who don't need the game either. And Stafford is also not playing. So it's the Wentz Arnold matchup. Everything we wanted beginning of the season, right? To close the season. Um, I don't think Cooper Cup will play. I'm not sure if you heard. No, but, he's already. I think out. So Puka will play because he's got like 40 yards to break the no. rookie record or something. So I think he'll play. Uh, Cleveland's not going to play Joe Flacco. Do you, do you hear where they're going to start? It's, no. I think it's Tim Boyle again. Or is it? Yeah. Is that wow. right? Well, P.J. Walker, is, is he still on the team? He's, 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 he's gone. He's out there. I heard it's – I think it's Tim Boyle, if I'm not mistaken. The guy – the Jets started. He was on the couch. He's coming back. Yeah. I think that's right. It's go, it's goofy. They pick a guy off the street to start. This is – I'm surprised they didn't call you. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, Jeff Driscoll. Well, Jeff Driscoll. My that's bad. My bad. Jeff, Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll. That's Tim Boyle. Oh my God! Revenge game, Jeff. Yes. Wrestle revenge game. Yes. Hell yeah! All right. Well, yeah. And then uh, Detroit. Uh, you know they. It sounds like they're gonna play their guys, but they they really can't improve their position necessarily. So I don't know. You know they're just kind of being weird. Um, Mahomes will not be playing. I'm sure Kelsey's not gonna play for the Chiefs. It's just a weird. You got to check the reports. Um, yeah. And then in the injury category, sorry, mm-hmm. buddy. I know you've given you know your fins out for a reason, but Bradley Bradley Chubb got you know tore his ACL, which sucks. Um, two is kind of banged up, even though he'll play this week. I'm mm-hmm. assuming uh, you've got Mostert's been kind of banged up and Waddle. So those guys, you got to watch them. I hope they play. I'm assuming everybody's going to play to try to. I would assume so. They got to win the division. Yeah. You talked about Baker. He's a little banged up because I think he left the game the other day or maybe he got knocked up temporarily. Not yeah, I think he left for a couple plays and then came back in. I know he threw that touchdown to Godwin because that, that <laughs> changed my whole day. Yeah, that changed my whole fantasy <laughs> matchup around. And then, um, but it sounds like the Green Bay guys are coming back. Watts, Christian Watson's going to play. Jaden Reed's going to play. Uh, Wicks is going to play. So they're going to have the full complement of skill players, which is good. Trevor Lawrence, you know, it sounds like he's struggling to play. He's limited today. He's questionable with the shoulder. He had short passes. 
the line dropped in that one. It was like five and a half, six, and now it's down to three and a half, indicating that he's probably not going to play, but this is a must win for them. Uh, Kamara hurt his ankle. He's questionable. And then Levis, who knows if he's going to play if that matters in that game. But <laughs> check all these things. I mean, honestly, like we talk about this now at Thursday, it can change drastically by Saturday or even Sunday. Uh, a lot of game time decisions, and it's it's hard to sort all this things these things out. And you got to check. Did you see that presser that Mike Rabel did today? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like losing. If there's anything that he hates more than anything, it's losing. I mean, so. nobody likes to lose. Yeah. But Great YouTube clip. If you why don't you get a better secondary or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or give the ball to Henry, and that's it. I don't that's know. It. It's, it's weird. Like, some days, they, then we start giving it to him. So, I love Rabel. I hope he's still – he'll be coaching somewhere, even if he's not Patriots? coaching. Ooh, I like it. Wow. I mean, makes sense. Just saying. We'll talk about that after next week because it'll be Black Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Monday, Monday, yeah. yeah. So. All right, so let's go over the lines, Coop. We've got two games on Saturday, and then the rest are on Sunday. There's no Monday night this week, right? No, no Monday okay. night. It's just Sunday night football. So two games on Saturday. The first game is Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Uh, Pittsburgh's a four-point favorite now, three-and-a-half-point total. Uh, we, we talked about Huntley uh, starting there, and, you know, I would caution you on this one. Originally, I had Pittsburgh, especially when it was a three-and-a-half. Here's the caution. they got to win. I get it. Mike Tomlin, blah, blah. These games are always within three points. So it's like four points? That's a lot. It's not that I want to lay, I want to take the points at Baltimore. It's just, I was, I had them in the top five to seven. They're still on the the sheet right now. I'm probably going to pull them off. I don't like it. As good as Baltimore or Pittsburgh's been playing better, but this is a rivalry game. These guys get up for it, even if it's Huntley. I I would probably, as I reverse my sheet, uh, I would probably take the points at Baltimore if somebody put a gun to my head. And if and you gotta remember too, Baltimore's backups have to be worth something because they had like twenty two games preseason games in a row right. they had won. So right. you know that they're they they take shit seriously they when do. the backups do. So well, and if they can knock out the Steelers officially, yeah, bad. they definitely are gonna be happy about that. So for that reason, I'm on Baltimore. And plus, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Mason Mason Rudolph, I think, obviously has been better. George Pickens has been going off. Yeah. But their run game has been really good lately, the mm-hmm. last couple games. And I, I just don't think they're gonna be able, I don't think they're gonna be able to run the ball as well as they have. Right. Um, last few weeks against Baltimore, so I think you're. I think four points is just too many. I, too I many. yeah, the hook is would be a beautiful number, a three and a half. But I love four even more. Well, plus so. it's three. It's thirty five and a half total. I heard there's going to be this terrible weather in the East Coast. Yeah, we're supposed to get a snowstorm. Going to be a sloppy one. It'll be probably a field goal game, like all these are. Sure, Pittsburgh probably wins, kicks a field goal to win it, right? Has a chance to the playoffs, but four. Come on, come on, come on now. Uh, okay, so then we've got Houston at Indy. The playoff uh, game. This is a playoff game, and oh, this yeah. is kind of like the reminds me of the, what the Raiders Chargers like two years ago yeah, or whatever. The tie, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had to, it's terrible. So Houston uh, is now the favorite, one and a half points at the Colts. It, the Colts opened as the favorite and flipped all the way over, forty-seven point total. I agree with the move. I, I think Houston's going to win the game. I, I was kind of. You know, Indy's been playing. They've been such a team, tough team to figure out here. Uh, but I would say C.J. Stroud. They played great with him on the field, apparently. Stroud. <laughs> and uh, I like the way that their defense is going to play against this team. And if you get Gardner Minshew throwing the ball more than he needs to, that's going to be good things for you. I like Houston to cover this number separately. Uh, I know it's not exactly related, but I put a little cheddar cheese on. The coach of the year, and I think that the coach of the year could come out of this game. I know that the current favorite is Cleveland guy. Oh, Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski. Oh, okay. But I don't think like 
they won 11 games. They were supposed to win nine and a half. Whereas Houston was supposed to win four and a half games, right? And now they're pushing to win 10. That's a huge delta. And Steichen obviously did it without a you know a starting quarterback. He's got a backup. So these two guys are the, the next two favorites, Steichen and um, what's his name? Who's the, who's, the, who's the coach? D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan. So he's can he can win me a little chat. D'Amico Ryan. One of, yeah, I don't think it's Ryan. I think it's yeah. ass. Yeah. Is it plural? Okay. So I put it on Ryan's. I put it on D'Amico Ryan's. Got gotcha. it. Just a little little pizza money. The one thing that I keep going back and forth this game because I in my mind I think Houston. I, I see in my mind C.J. Stroud just lighting up the defense, but then I can see Jonathan Taylor just running all over the. Goal, that, all I think that's what Houston. happened the last time they played. So I, I just I struggle with this, but. I think Will Anderson is going to be the key to this game. He's going to if he can singly get. A, I think he had three sacks by himself last game. He's been he's been coming on as of late. Uh, he's he's making a push for he defensive arriving? rookie of the year. Oh yeah, he's definitely arriving. He arrived last week all over the place. Um, but no, I I think he's going to be the difference. And I think for that reason alone, I think I would probably go with Houston. But I don't know, man. Indy, I could see Indy winning this game so easily. They're they're at home. You know, it's a great game to yeah, watch. Yeah, the the loud house, if you will, down there in Lucas Oil. They're rumbling, bumbling. I mean, you know, fired it up. may be on during the game night. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. so <laughs> I just I don't know, know if uh, I'm going to put the, the the sound to it. I've got a whole playlist I've been working on for days. Oh, okay. Five hour playlist. Well, that's all right. I'm as long as the game is on. Yeah. I, we don't have to hear it. But uh, but yeah, no shout out to Marcus Firebird. Buddy back home, he's a big Colts fan, so okay. I know he's going to be fired up for this game. Yeah, Action's a big so. Colts fan. I wonder if we'll see him. Oh, yeah. What's the, what? <laughs> we haven't talked yet. We haven't talked yet, but I'm sure he's he's been going against Colts lately. Uh, he won the Raiders last week, which was – we didn't talk about that game. They did cover that game, the Raiders, barely. They were down like 23 to nothing. They came all the way <laughs> back. All but, back. Uh, okay, so on Sunday now, it, it's you – know, there's a you know pretty good early slate here. There's six games. You've got the Jets against the Patriots. Could be Bill's last game there in New England. Patriots are one and a half point favorite, 30 and a half point total, really high total. Again, this nor'easter that they're talking about, this big snowstorm that's supposed to come through. I'd be on the Pats. I mean, it's his last game. You gotta figure they're gonna play hard. I know the Jets are whatever, supposedly salty on defense. They haven't been the last couple of weeks. So I would go with the Patriots to, to cover this short number. It's not pretty, but not in my top five for sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think the, oh, man, I don't know. I I, yes. I still I, well, I just think that the emotional factor is definitely with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So uh, from that standpoint, from the human element, I sure. do agree with you. I, and I just this game is so bad. I don't know because I can see Brees Hall having a good day running the ball too. Did you know that the New England has beat them fifteen times in a row? Yeah, it, it has to end at some point, right? That's so maybe true. it's this week. The last time. Stick nah, to the fuck bill. it. They're going sixteen in a row. We're going with the Patriots. <laughs> Bill's gonna hammer. He's gonna run up the score. Bailey's happy. He's probably gonna throw for a couple touchdowns. In the snow. Zeke Elliott. Maybe oh, a resurrection, maybe. He's played decent this year. He has. In his time of being a starting running back with uh, Ramondre Stevens out, he's, he's yeah. been pretty good. Um, and, but uh, Hunter Henry might be the difference if he plays. So yeah, Tight end of the year. Yeah. On, uh, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, he could have been. What, what could have been. But, yeah, no, let's ride with the Pats. That's, okay. that's, that's That might be our 401k lock of the week. Whoa, there. whoa, whoa. Okay. We're not doing that. Don't do that, everybody. Listen to the disclaimer at the end of the Yeah, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have any problems or issues. (laughs) All right, so now Tampa, Carolina. Tampa wins. They lock up the NFC South. Four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. 37-and-a-half-point total. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why this line came down. It was like five-and-a-half and and now down to four-and-a-half. Who is betting Carolina? I can't do it. I've done it repeatedly. We keep losing doing that. Like, I'm not doing it, so... I would go Tampa or pass. I don't love the game. And, and Carolina did cover this number in Tampa. They covered actually 
I think it was 19. And it's 21 19, wasn't it? It was 21 18. It was three and a half in Tampa early in the year. So logic would tell you they can do it again. I don't know, man. Tampa has to be motivated. It's not in my top five. I know you like this game quite a bit. You've been on the box most of the year. But I lean Tampa, but I'm not picking the game for contests. Yeah, no, I'm going Tampa here. They, like, to your point, I guess. We should have seen this coming, but the five in a row, winning five in a row, they definitely weren't going to win six in a row. No. So uh, we should definitely should have seen that coming. I, I just I maybe didn't look at the metrics the right way, so that's okay. on me. But uh, but no, this week we're with Tampa. Um, I think Rasheed White's going to have a good game. I Again, I think you play any running back against Carolina's there running Yeah, just Rasheed White, he's probably going to have five or six catches. He's probably going to have 150 yeah. all-purpose yards. Prop. So you're um, saying the prop would be? Yeah, over on everything. Over on his yards yeah. and yards of receiving. Uh, yards and catches, yards, everything. So, nice. Um, no, I, I think Josh Palmer could be a – you could have a Josh Palmer sighting just because it feels like Mike Evans has been a little quiet the last couple weeks. Um but no, I, I like Tampa here. They're, and also, uh, Antoine Winfield got snubbed from the Pro Bowl list. So I think Ooh, he should have. Yeah, take they put, one of the house. They put Buda Baker in mm-hmm. over Antoine Winfield. Yeah, and, Buda, uh, great name. Yeah, it is a great name. Great player. But this year, he just he didn't have any interceptions, any fumble recovers, any forced fumbles, anything. They also he, heard J.C. Horn's ankles a little tweaky. So Mike Evans. Maybe. Could be. But yeah, I love, I love Tampa here. I, I would even take the over. I think they might hit the over by themselves. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a big number. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Cleveland at Cincinnati, uh, more or less a meaningless game. Uh, Seven-point favorites for Cincinnati at home, 37.5-point total. We talked about Jeff, the, the, the return of Jeff Driscoll to mighty, mighty Cincinnati. I think he saw the field a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland's defense is good, though, right? I mean, they, they're not going to rest everybody. I, I, seven points? I, I, would, I would take Cleveland plus seven. I hate that we're agreeing. Scary. It is scary. It is scary. It's only taking us eighteen weeks. Yeah. <laughs> only, only eighteen. Only, only eighteen weeks. That's funny. No, I'm with you. I'm with Cleveland. I think even if their backups are, I think just two seven is too many. Their ability to run the ball is going to be even no matter what the quarterback has been. They've still been able to run the football, um, and schematically and from Kevin Stefanski, he's he's been a really good play caller all year. No matter you know who's been the quarterback as well. Um, to your point, coach of the year candidate or Hopefully favorite, not. yeah, front runner, Hopefully if you will. Um, but no, I'm with you. I think Cleveland is just too many points. Because and they play, they've always played well against the Bengals, um, and they always play well against the Bengals in Cincinnati as well. They do. So even if it's been Joe Burrow or Carson Carson Palmer or whoever, they've always been kind of the Bengals trouble there. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm with you. I think seven's too many. I I would even tease it down to like maybe three or four. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. okay, a little alt line for you. <laughs> okay, so Minnesota at Detroit. Uh, Detroit is a three point favorite, forty five and a half point total. I guess uh, maybe maybe I have to do the calcs again. I think I don't think if I guess if the two teams tie, they could jump to the two to the two seed. But meaning the both Philadelphia and or they both teams would have to lose. I don't whatever. In the end, I think they're going to be stuck in the three seed. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Um, <laughs> but to your point, Dan Campbell, he's gonna he's gonna play his guys to win. Uh, Minnesota, it's hard to say. I, I don't. This team is so hard to figure out. They've. They had that stretch where they were looking really great. Then they kind of were competitive, but keep losing all the time. So I don't like this game at all for Minnesota, but I don't think I want to lay. Well, three is not bad. It's not a bad number. Uh, when it was three and a half or something, I was, you know, you know, our typical stay away from the hook kind of thing. Um, so it's Detroit or pass for me, but I don't love Detroit in my top five for sure. I love Detroit. 
There's well, no one. There is no one more mo, more emotionally vested. I think in the rest of the season. His face gets emotionally than vested. The, than the Detroit Lions. Like yeah. they they've gotten hosed. They you know mm. they have a lot of doubt. I'm sure. Okay. Um, just from the outside, I think if anything, this might galvanize them as a team. Like, let's go. Well, if anything, they, this team that's well, out of the playoffs. <laughs> well, if anything, they might have just realized like how quickly a game can like be taken from you. Sure. Because even to your point, maybe it wasn't the right side, but it felt like even in the beginning of that game, they had momentum. Mm-hmm. Like they probably should have had more than three or ten points. Like sure. they could have scored more touchdowns. Like they needed to lean more on their run game, in my opinion. Which I think they do in this game. I think both backs are going to be heavily involved. Okay. Uh, and I just I see them destroying Minnesota. Okay. Even and even I mean, if I'm not blitz, surprised by it. Yeah. Just, you know. Even with them blitzing golf, I still think that he's gonna have a, you know a good day throwing the football. I just I don't I don't see how this is a three point game. I see okay. Detroit by six or more. Hmm. Yeah. You think it an over? An over five and a half. That's gonna be, that's a perfect number. Because yeah, because I think I could see. Oh, man. Last time they played was fifty three. That was in Minnesota. We yeah. were highly motivated. I just don't know what I can't determine. Well, Nick Mullins. Motivation. Yeah, and you're getting Nick, Nick Mullins is amazing. Oh, he's yeah. amazing. He's, he's so the most good. amazing quarterback. Why didn't San Fran keep him? <laughs> he throws the other team. He, he completes the ball every time. Yeah. Just to His team, team. <laughs> or their team. Or your team. So, but no, I love Detroit that way. And uh, yeah, we'll take the over. Why not? Okay. Life's too short to bet the under. <laughs> exactly. Okay, this is an important game, even though both teams could potentially not qualify for the playoffs. You've got Atlanta at New Orleans. New Orleans is a three point favorite at home, 42 point total. Really interesting here. Who technically. Uh, Atlanta can still win the division. I don't know how it's possible. You have to do some math and some abacus work. Yeah. But if Tampa loses, the winner of this game, and wins. Atlanta wins, they're all playing at the same time though. Yeah. Atlanta wins. They they actually jump both these teams and they win by some. Yeah. You know they win the division. But I don't like Atlanta anymore. I you know I was early in the season big Atlanta guy had him for the division. Blah blah blah. This defense sucks, man. It just sucks. Now, you may think. Jimmy Weggs, they are playing Derek Carr, who is garbage. And he wasn't great last week. He just, you know, they, they made enough plays. No. But I just think that the Saints defense is going to slow down this run, which is all they can do, and they're going to make a couple plays. That's all you got to do to beat Atlanta. They've got a terrible secondary. So yeah. I would lay the points here in, in New Orleans. I, I think they're going to win this game, and maybe if they get lucky here or there, they could still make the playoffs at the Bears. Bears could do them a favor and get them in the, in the, in the dance here. But I would lay the three points with, with New Orleans. I think if Tampa loses, the winner of this game wins the NFC South. They do. Yeah. That's so, right. the, so right. yeah, New Orleans can still get in just by winning and hopefully Tampa right. loses. But if Tampa wins, then... And everybody's out, I think. Well, no, New Orleans could still... Are they sneak. out? Well, they, I guess they could still sneak in, but New they'd Orleans have to have... They're kind of embarrassed to Green situation. Bay. God damn. I did all yeah. the scenarios. Oh, damn. <laughs> did the yeah, but anyway. I think maybe Seattle, whatever. It, it's a weird situation, yeah. but... Check out, way. check out Wegg's Pool. Yeah, Wegg's Pool. Yeah, read, check read, that out. Read in the second period. But, uh, but uh, man, I, I'm with you. I guess from a defensive standpoint, that's probably the best unit out of all four of these is mm-hmm. the New Orleans defense. It is. But, man, I could just – this is going to be a field goal de- to death game. This is going to be like an 18-12 to 12 game. Yeah, this is going to be an 18-12 game or 18 I forgot to game. mention, you know, Young Way Koo missed two field goals. That also cost me the championship in that thing. Oh, yeah. And He's one tried of them, to kick him in the snow. It won the wind, even. Like, yeah. the first one was so short. Like, as he kicked it into the wind, he was like five or six yards short. It's like so. my throws on the dice table. So like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that power grunt. Uh, but, no, I, I guess I'm with you. I, if I'm going to trust anybody, I'll trust Derek Carr more than Taylor Heineke if yeah. I had to pick one. But, uh, man, 
Jawan Johnson's been really good at tight end for the Saints. So yeah, he's been good. He could be a bad matchup, and Shahid's been playing well. But I guess the wide receiver group, I guess, could give Atlanta fits. To your point, their secondary is bad outside of, mm-hmm. of Jesse Bates. But well, Shahid's healthy. God, so. both these teams are just unwatchable. Well, they, they they shouldn't be playoff teams, right? Right. They're just in a bad division. They're so. gonna. They're, this is one of the teams that's gonna roll and just get shit canned the first. Like, when the sad part is, one of these teams could still host a playoff game. I know. Like one of those Atlanta three teams could is host gonna, a playoff game. So, yeah, that team sucks. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get to the next one. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville, this isn't corrected, should be a three. They're three and a half point favorites currently because Trevor Lawrence isn't going to play, supposedly. 39 and a half point total. So Jags have to win to get in. If they lose, there's some machinations that they can make it, but winning and they're in. They win the, the AFC South. Yeah. But, you know, this is the thing. This is a team that four weeks ago or five weeks ago, when did they lose to Tennessee? Was it Tennessee? No, they no. lost to that. Yeah, it was Tennessee. No, that was Miami. They lost to Tennessee on primetime. Who did they lose to? They lost to the Bengals in primetime on Monday night. Yeah. The Bengals in primetime. After the that, they game. have just tanked. They've won one game last week without C.J. Beathard. And we've talked about Brable, but I just, uh, three and a half. The number's right now. Divisional game, divisional road favorite is not a great thing. You usually back the home team. I love I love the Titans at five. Yeah, even, I fell in even, love with even, it. even yeah. with the with with the Lawrence playing, I loved it. I don't love this three and a half now. So, oh really? Yeah, it's a stay away game yeah. for me now. No you're loss. Right. Yeah, you're right. I fell in love with it at five, but I fell in like with it at three and a half. So either way, serious I think, like. Yeah, either way, I think Tennessee is the play here. Mm-hmm. Rabel still wants to play and win. He does. Um, and I mean, you're getting Tannehill, so I mean, at least you, you're getting well, somebody. And it's that... a payback from last year. Didn't last year the Jags? It was a face-off game. Whoever was in was in the playoffs, and the Jags beat them, yeah. sent the Titans home. Yeah, it's they can get they can knock them out of the playoffs effectively with this law with this win if, if the Titans can get it. Yeah, and I, I like I said, I like the Titans here. And this might be a Derrick Henry go away game. Let's you know, hope. Just give him the ball and then send the Jags him. Jags defense is terrible. Send him on his way in free agency. So, and wide uh, the wide receivers for Tennessee have gotten healthier the last couple of weeks. So they're they're getting Traylon Burks back. They've you know they're getting right. um, some of their other key pieces back. So and uh, Okwanku, right? Their tight end's pretty good. Yeah, so he could definitely be. Yeah, a, he started for me last week. He could definitely be a matchup problem for Jacksonville. To your point, which is they're shaky at best. So he make Jake yeah. Brownie look like an All Pro. So so I do think it depends on who starts here. I like the under in this game, especially if Beathard starts. Yeah. I think that the Titans will try to control the clock, and it's going to be a lot tighter game. So, well, I, like to, I guess the other side of it too, you're getting we talked about this before the pod. You're getting Christian Kirk back and yeah. possibly Say Jones. So, so it's setting up again. Check this line; it may tick up. So, it, what what's going to happen is if Lawrence does end up playing, even though it'll be hobbled and he has like a shoulder thing and whatever, he's still going to play great. I think he's going to play really well. So, I would probably flip it. So, if you like the under, take it now. If you like Tennessee, you can wait, right? Because you might get a better number. Points, yeah. But in the contest now, it's three and a half. Like if you like the Jags, take the three and a half. You find out about Lawrence because yeah. I think they're going to win the game. Three and a half might be – it's a pretty good number for them. I mean, it's a weird number, but – Yeah, it's that damn hook, you know? Freaking hook. Bastards. <laughs> All right, late games now. You've got uh, Seattle and Arizona. Uh, Seattle's a two-and-a-half point favorite on the rate road, 47-and-a-half point total. Seattle has to win and get some help. They need the Bears to, to beat Green Bay and, and all that. Um, you know, I, I see your pick there. I'm shocked. You're finally going away from your Kyler Murray love who beat the Eagles on the road. I like the Arizona in this game. Two and a half. Like, 
they've not been playing like crap. They've been playing pretty good. Yeah. Seattle's defense, I'm sorry. I told you them last week. They're letting the Steelers go for 469. Kyler's going to have a big game. So I like the dog here, uh, plus two and a half. And I like this total to go over 47 and a half. I don't think there's any defense on the field here. Oh, really? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's I'm a lot like the Eagles game or the, or the Steelers game like last yeah. week. I mean, it's just going to be a lot of scoring. Yeah, I'm going the other way. Okay. I like yeah, Seattle yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Arizona had their Super Bowl last week, and I think just that emotional. And to your point, they've been playing bad. They've you know next year is going to be next year your fantasy sleeper is Trey McBride. Trey McBride. Trey McBride is going to be ends. he's going to be a fantasy sleeper next year. He may carry you to a championship. Mark my words. But uh, he's going to be really good next year. Um, the Cardinals could be they could be pretty frisky depending on who they get in the draft frisky they could be I, can, I think they could be pretty good they get a couple pieces on defense yeah. they help well, they, they secure yeah. the offensive line a little bit they could be a really good team but I like Seattle here they have to win I think Gino was playing for his job for his I career agree. I agree um, and I think that just the motivation he's been in the league for like what 100 years now but what well, it's like 12 but yeah um, I just I think it's now or never for Geno. I mean they got the they got a nice complimentary weapons. Arizona's defense is not very good, just to your point. So, I, if there's one thing that Seattle should be able to do, they should be able to be able to throw the football on this team. So, and what about James Conner? He's been playing good. He has been playing very well. I just I like Seattle's defense here. I think okay. Pete Carroll can figure something out. There's definitely a coaching mismatch between Pete Carroll and Gannon. And Gannon. Um, and I just, if they're one team is, you know, like I said, they're, they're playing for their playoff lives. So oh, no, of course. I like the course. sea chickens here. I love them. You, you, I mean, I know you're trying to get Ridgeway in your good graces. But <laughs> you keep taking the sea chickens. Last week didn't work out. The week before, I think it did work out. So you're, no. you're kind of playing 50 50. All right, let's go to the big game here. Real game. Real game. Bears Packers. Okay. Huge, Huge game. Huge game. Bears Packers. Packers are three point favorites at home, 44 point total. We've talked about them getting healthier. I. It's not that I don't get the line. The line is exactly how I would make it for my metrics, but I've been watching both these teams quite a bit the last few weeks for a variety of reasons, fantasy, and obviously I love the Bears. Bears are a better football team. I, I don't unless unless they're going to get turnovers from Fields, which of course he can do. We've seen it many times, but you cannot. I can't see them laying this number here. I know that the Bear, the Green Bay beat them in Week One. Blah blah blah. Who cares? And Aaron Jones is back. I don't care if they can stop the run now. They can rush with Montez Sweat. I think Bears can win this game outright. So I have plus three. It's on my top five. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm I like. I like where you're at. My head tells me to pick <laughs> Chicago, but my heart tells me to pick Green Bay. So Man, I, I think a, stab you. In the I think. Uh, <laughs> I think a full complementary of wide receivers is going to be the difference in this yeah, game. I don't think be. it's. I don't think it's going to be the run game. I think the play action game is going to be the difference in this. Okay. They might get Aaron Jones involved early, um, but I think. As the game progresses, Matt Lafleur is going to put the ball in Jordan Love's hands, and I think I having so. a full stable of weapons, I think he, he will be able weapons. to cover. So uh, the weakness of the Bears is that secondary. A little bit you saw it last week, a little bit of mobile quarterback with Taylor Heineke scored. So Jordan Love can move around the pocket. I think that might give the Bears a little bit of trouble. Um, Montez, yeah, right. So and I, I, the motivation factor, obviously, I think it's equal on both sides because Chicago's still they're still coaching for their job. Yeah. And, and, and everything else, and to your point, they've they've played a lot better. But I just I don't know. I just see Green Bay winning this game. They okay. still, you know, the, 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 Bears the curse of Aaron Rodgers. They still own the Bears. You know, do not win Chicago. in Lambeau. They do not win in Lambeau. Yeah. I've seen. I mean, a couple of times when they knocked out Rodgers and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I just it the oh way God. I've been watching these games. I'm like, oh my God, the Bears could have been a playoff team. I yeah. mean, I think they're better. Than but they're them. also beating really crappy quarterbacks. Yeah, it could be. They're taking it. Chicago's taking advantage of a lot of bad quarterbacks. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan loves in the middle. 
No, he's well. He's, are you are you defending Jordan Love? He's gotten you a hell of a lot better. Jordan yeah, Love. but he's he's at least grown and gotten better. Though. He has. He's yeah. Gotten better. He's, well, yeah. You dogged Jordan Love when he was bad, but now I can at least. <laughs> I was telling him he's playing good, understand. and then you know, obviously. Yeah, he's definitely played better as the year progresses. Yeah. We'll see next year. We'll be able to give yeah, him a, a true. He's had a better year than than Aaron Rodgers did last year. Yeah, is what they said, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers' first year, so. All right, so Denver at uh, the Raiders. This is a nobody cares game, but Denver uh, or the Raiders are a three point favorite at home, thirty eight point total. Antonio Pierce, he's got the vote of confidence of the players, but a lot of people are saying that they're going to bring in you know some sizzle mm -hmm. from the outside as a coach. So I think the Raiders will play for for uh, him today or next, um, Saturday or Sunday. So I know you like him. Uh, I don't know about putting in my top five, but I can understand why you take the Raiders minus the three. Yeah, I, they, I think the one thing they've been doing really well, they've been running the football well ever since they played the Chiefs on Christmas. They've Gotta been, run the football. Zamir White has been a nice addition. Josh yeah. Jacobs has obviously been banged up. So, uh, no, I like I like AOC here. I like Devontae Adams. AOC. Actually, the one player you really need to watch out for is Jacoby Myers in this matchup, I believe. Okay. So, I think he's the one that is going to have the big day. I, I like the Raiders by four or five here. I think they do cover. I like the over as well. Okay, 38. Um, yeah, I like the over here. Uh, and also, Denver's the, defense is very good. No, and the Raiders' defense, on the contrary, has actually – they've played better the last five or six weeks than they have oh, in fucking five or six years. Their defense so, has been good most of the year. There's only a couple games they got blown out. They've played good all year. They, they keep guys – you know, around that 25, they like 24 and below yeah. every single game. Very consistent. Yeah, and Max, I think Max Crosby could cause a lot of problems for Denver. I love Max. So. Did he make the Pro Bowl? Yes, he did. Oh, he yeah. deserved it. All right, so we've got Philadelphia. Oh, I'm sorry. The Chiefs at the Chargers. Again, a meaningless game in, in the standings. Uh, the Chargers are three and a half point favorites, 35 point total. Wow. Um, I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't want to look at this game, like keep it out of my face, but as bad as the Chargers are, I, three and a half? Come on, dude. Chiefs, Chiefs are pass. It's not a game I'm going to put on my card, but... <laughs> They're not going to rest the entire defense, right? I mean, the Chargers had the one good game against the Bills. The dead can't bounce, did a little dribble, you know, in the second game, which we kind of expected, I suppose. But I, I wanted them to, to, to cover against the damn Broncos, but they couldn't do it. Couldn't score against that terrible defense. So yeah. this Chiefs defense, even if they play with, you know, Chris Jones. Is, actually, Chris Jones is going to play. If he gets one sack, he wins, like, he gets another million dollars or something. So oh, nice. at least he gets a sack early. I like the Chiefs plus the three and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. Just on the sheer fact of the coaching mismatch, I'll take Andy sure. Reid over. We don't even know the guy's name. I, yeah, honestly, this is two weeks in a row. I, we yeah, know. that's so sad. But anyway, yeah, no, he's an older fellow, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. He's been around the league he's for a, a little lifer. bit. Yeah, he's a lifer. Uh, but no, I just Andy Reid and I, is Pacheco going to play? Because they could still run the football. The Chargers' defense has been really bad against the run when Bosa doesn't play. So, you know, I just to your point, who's, I like who's the, the who's the uh, Chiefs' backup quarterback? It used to be Chad Henney, but now it is it. Uh -huh. Oh, it's Blaine Gabbert. Oh, Blaine. Yeah, it's Blaine Garrett. Yeah, yeah, shout out Tom Brady, you know. So, um, good, no, hair. I like good the, hair for Blaine. Yeah, right. Good hair. But, uh, but no, I like I like the Chiefs. Um, just for, I think they'll be able to run the ball. It's going to be a home game for them, even though oh, they're yeah. playing in LA. For sure, for so. sure. But, you know. And Andy Reid owns the AFC West. He, you know, he owns his division rivals. So. He does. But the Chargers typically cover in this matchup, but they just have they no have horses. They have yeah. no horses. So, all right. So, let's go Philadelphia at the Giants. Uh, Philadelphia's a five-point favorite on the road, 42-point total. Philly has still a has a chance to win the NFC East if they get a win and Dallas does lose. So there is something to play for here. Otherwise, they're locked in the five seed if they you know they win and Dallas wins. Five point 
Five points too much. Too many points. Can't do it. Philadelphia's defense can't stop anybody. I don't understand what's up. And Tyrod Taylor, assuming he's going to play for the Giants, has been capable. They should have beat the Rams last week. I told yeah. you, they got to be scary about the but Tyrod. Tyrod's the Ty God, as he was called. He didn't get stabbed in the heart or wherever the hell he was. When he lung got punctured. Lung puncture with yeah. a stupid well, That's the only reason why Herbert played, though. I know. But I think the Giants, they don't know the season's over. It is, has been over for weeks. They don't care. They're going to play hard at home. Five points? No thanks. Uh, I will I will take those points, sir. They're not. They're actually in my top five. What do you know? Giants plus five Just in the top five. They're not going to win the game. I struggle with this one. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, because Philly has to get their shit together at some point, right? Like, I've been but to your point, they've weeks. been they've been really bad on defense. Like they were hor- the first play of the game that Arizona ran. They got like twenty five yards literally because two linebackers went with the running back on the wrong side of the formation and just left the tight end completely uncovered in the flat. Just like basic cover three stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Who can you trust? Like if the defense is gonna play that bad, it doesn't matter who you play, right? You could play the you could play Zach Wilson and he could figure that shit out. Well the so, other thing is there could be some scoreboard watching here. They're, yeah. They look up, Dallas is up by you know ten. Yeah. Ten, they're like, eh. Right. Let's not try that hard. That's fair. I mean, to your point too, I guess the ah, man. But I feel like with two teams like this, when they play mm-hmm. two weeks apart basically, I yeah. just the better team is eventually gonna I'm with you. Giants plus five. <laughs> Giants, Giants plus out. five. Ooh, nah. Chopping that tree down. Saquon Barkley is still going to have. They'll still be able to probably run the football. Again. Yeah. And t- I think to your point, they might scoreboard watch and take some of their guys out. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Giants plus five. The Philadelphia probably will win. It'll be another three point game like it was. But you know, now that we all say that, take Philly. So. <laughs> all right. So Rams at uh, San Francisco. San Francisco four point favorite at home. Forty one <laughs> point total. You know, we we've got we've talked about it. It's the Wentz Darnold uh, matchup that we all wanted. Yes. I don't know. I waited 18 weeks for 18 this. weeks I for this. I can't believe they didn't give it to us sooner. I, I mean, I'm a it's a tough one. I like San Francisco uh, minus the four. I, I mean, they're not in my top five. I just think they're overall a better team. If you don't staff for the game, you know, I know that, uh, what's his name, McVay can really scheme things up and all that stuff, but San Francisco can run the ball on this team, and uh, four points sucks, but so it's not in my top five, but I would I would lean to San Francisco on this one. No, I mean, just for the sheer fact that I – the defenses. That's mm-hmm. definitely to your point. I think that's the big difference. And Sam Darnold didn't look bad in relief when he played when he came in either. I, bad. I definitely have more confidence in Sam Darnold than I do ginger. Carson Wentz. It's a ginger. Right. Yeah, right. right. Kind of ginger. Well, I'm say they're both ginger. Yeah, it's a ginger off. Ginger kinda. battle. Gingerbread battle. <laughs> right, right, right. That too. <laughs> uh, but no, I think to your point, um, San Fran. They're just more physical. I, I doubt Trent. That's the other problem though too. Is Trent Williams when he doesn't play, this offensive line looks. Average. average at best and that's how is best. one guy there's four uh, other guys there that doesn't make any sense to me either He's especially like when he played well left tackle is, there, the, is the most important position so you know that the blind side um, you ever seen that movie oh sure. yeah yeah it just shows that kidnapping can be profitable oh. the blind side so uh but no, i'm with you i'll ride with san fran i i, I think it's a perfect number honestly mm-hmm. i hate it i more the more i look at Tough it the more i hate number. it so well and you gotta remember our rule you know the division games anything mm-hmm. over three we like to take that dog but is that like does that count in week 18, though? Yeah, I know. With backup quarterbacks, yeah, it's hard to say. But this is – God, that's a perfect push. It's a perfect coaching well, it's matchup. Not a, it's, it's not in the top five. That's no, why it's, it's, it's kind of like a stay over there. Game. you got to yeah. make a pick. you got to pick all the games against the spread like Jimmy Weggs. I'm two back now. i got to make some moves. i got to <laughs> make my picks. That's not in my top picks, but I will pick that game. Yeah. All right, so Dallas and Washington is the last game of the afternoon. Uh, Dallas is a hearty 13-point favorite on the road, 46-point total. Well, I mean – 
Washington. God, this team. What a disappointment. <laughs> I mean, we know River won't run. I said before the season I knew he was going to go, and I, I like Ron R- Rivera as a guy, but he can't do it anymore. They are going to play – I think they're going to play Sam Howell. They're yeah. not going to play uh, Brissett, who gave him a good chance in some of these games. It just depends how hard Dallas is going to play. 13 is a big number, so I'm not definitely picking in a contest play, but I would lay the number with Dallas, even though on the road they don't score as many points. But Washington, yikes. Yeah. I can't I can't watch that team. They, they couldn't do it last week at home against San Francisco cover, like the same number, and they're graded pretty similar to me. Yeah. Well, and you got to remember, too, Washington gives up the most big plays in the NFL on defense, and CeeDee Lamb, you know. CeeDee. CeeDee Lamb has been a big play machine, and Tony Pollard has been invisible. So do Can we he get... pass your guy? Can he pass uh... – Tyreek or no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'd we'll probably, see. have to have another like two hundred yard game. Yeah, so I, I mean, I highly doubt if they got up. I feel like by twenty one or something, they won't play him yeah. anymore. But uh, like Jaden Reed. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think thirteen is too many. Dallas has been very suspect on the mm-hmm. road. The only, yeah. the only saving grace for taking Dallas is it, I think you need a Tony Pollard game, and yeah. he's been completely invisible like the whole season. So he could be here right now. We yeah, can't see him. we have no idea. He so, could be right here. Yeah, that creek that you know over there could have been Tony Pollard. Maybe he's the ghost of Tony Pollard. That's right. But uh, I, I like Washington here. Okay. Just I think thirteen's too many. Yes, yeah. makes it's, sense. It's just I, I like the under too. I, yeah. I don't think this is going to be a very high scoring game. Yeah, and so. if you do, that's a that's a good play. That. With the dog. All right, last game, Sunday Night Football, Buffalo at Miami. Uh, Miami, or Buffalo's a three-point favorite on the road. Miami opened as a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and then it flipped pretty quickly when they opened the windows up. So 49.5-point total. Oh, look, I love this game. Of course, I love when they were getting points with Buffalo. Three points. I still like Buffalo. I think they're going to win the game. I think they're going to win this game. It's kind of a push number three, but traditionally when Buffalo – plays in these bigger games they, they get they come to play and make it happen and Miami does not so I'm rooting for your team in a way I don't want to see them get housed again against a good team but uh, you gotta when you pick with the points you know when you pick with your money you gotta pick Buffalo minus three here they're gonna get housed the Miami mm-hmm. you're, you're, Josh Allen owns your Dolph the Dolphins yeah I've been to, yeah I'm really Dolph out honestly I'm to the I'm to the point where I'm so Dolph out that I hope that we trade up to get Penix and then Tua just walks in free agency wow Whoa! Because yeah. I think Penix is a bigger, stronger version of Tua. Yeah, yeah. and to yeah. put it to have a rookie quarterback in that offense, they could re-sign Jalen Waddle. Zing, they could they could get more offensive line help. Uh, obviously, the defense is just in complete shambles. Like the best pass rushers are hurt, which I mean, yeah. I think that's going to be the big difference. There's going to be okay, there's going to be no one there to get Josh Allen. Okay. They did win eleven games. They had a pretty good. They year. didn't beat anybody. Well, so you're on Buffalo minus the three. Oh yeah, Buffalo's gonna win by ten or more. Okay. What yeah. about the total? Forty nine and a half. I would take the under. Under. I don't think Miami's gonna score more than seventeen. Oh. Okay. So they have a hard time scoring points against good defenses like Baltimore, um, right. Philadelphia. Those when the Philadelphia's Chiefs. not even that good of a defense. Yeah, the Chiefs. Um, yeah, and just yeah, I just I don't see them scoring more than twenty, and I think that's gonna be a big issue because Josh Allen's probably gonna score thirty five or more. So. Okay. And plus, is it is it gonna be really funny? Let me ask you this: What's gonna be really funny is if Josh Allen wins the MVP, but he's not a Pro Bowler. Yeah, I don't think he'll win. But he if could. he if he goes Here's off, a question though. I heard, and I know it's true. I didn't do this in my scenario. Sorry if you read Wags Pool. I was wrong. Buffalo technically can miss the playoffs. Yeah, if, if they, they lose. lose. Yeah, they lose, and that some things have to happen. Yeah, but like that's crazy. Yeah. it's because of the all those crappy all AFC you know, they lost losses. to the Broncos yeah. and stuff like that. You know. Yep. 
So and, they don't and have the, the AFC tiebreakers. That's yeah, their the AFC record is like two and six or three and six or something it's like rough. that. Yeah. So they really need this game. That's the other factor. Let's go over my top five. I just mentioned Buffalo minus the three, like the Bears plus the three, Houston minus one and a half. I will go with New Orleans minus three and a half. Be a little squeamish about it. And then the Giants plus the five. Those are my top five. What about your Beaver Nation final yeah. week? Yeah, final week of Beaver Nation. Uh, we're doing Tampa Bay minus four and a half. Uh, we, excuse me, we are taking uh, Raiders at minus three. The Raiders. We're taking Seattle at minus two and a half, and we are taking Detroit at minus three and a half. And nice. uh, oh, I was updating my record, so we're 44, 33, and three with our NFL picks. So That's good. nowhere near as good as we are in college. Well, so, no, but you've improved quite a bit. You were about five hundred maybe like six weeks ago. So you. So we've been well. we've been coming up, yeah. yeah. We've been arriving. You've been arriving, yeah, yeah, for sure. So obviously, uh, he's already alluded to it. Saturday, the big game night. Uh, Jimmy Weggs. I'm already fifty, but we're going to celebrate it that day. Big game night, big crowd, foreshadows. Be there, be square. Um, you have your chance to, you know, act stupid and fun, and and you know, Jimmy Weggs is picking up some, some drinks. Yeah, you know, it's responsible. You just don't puke on the bar. Yes. Bad don't luck. Anything. Other than that, have a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Um, not playing volleyball this week because I got the last minute preps. I got to do some stuff tomorrow, and I'm going to the Bulls game tomorrow too. Oh, nice. Yeah, Nicole, yeah. she wants me to go for some stupid reason. So I guess she's taking me for my birthday. Nice. It's nice of her. Which Nicole? You know. Okay. Nice. Hell yeah. Your sister. So we're going. Your sister, to... right? <laughs> okay. Right. 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 Oh, she got you. She got you Bulls tickets. Well, it's like some guy's, another volleyball guy's birthday, which I wasn't invited to. But she's like, do you want to go with me? I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like, what do you need for the ticket? She's like, I'll pay for your birthday. I'm like, okay, great. Wow. I can't believe she... Because Colin, yeah. Colin can't go. Yeah. I'll have to give her a word. Understand it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's You're the doing. expensive man's version of Colin. Yeah, yeah. And then on Sunday, I'll be watching football. Yeah. Uh, well, without going to the Blackhawks game on Sunday, they mm. play at 2 o'clock. So we debated on that for... Uh, Oh, I guess to I guess tonight they're doing Papa Moon's birthday. So I forgot oh, to mention that. They, I didn't know where's Papa Moon's birthday. Yeah, today. Yeah. Well, I, I invited him to the party too. He said, "I don't know." I'm like, "Come on." Yeah, you know. I'll put him is. on the cake. Yeah, you we know. can put Papa Moon on the cake. This is this is what I've this is what I've gathered about Papa Moon the last couple of days. So when I stayed at Steph's a lot, like I stayed there Friday night. Yeah. Um, and I stayed there Sunday night. Yeah. So I sleep on the couch and I'll sleep on the Murphy bed because right. you know what I think it's more, I think couch is comfier. Sure. But uh, but the first thing he does whenever he comes down the stairs in the morning, he comes in and opens the blinds and then he leaves with the dog and I'm just I, w- I always wake up with the sun <laughs> the in my sun. Uh, and then I'm just like in my mind I'm like why don't you just take the dog for a walk and then why come back and open the yeah. blinds? What's like, the blinds? Why open the blinds for no one? Like I just so that's been my I've been trying to figure out how this man operates for a couple days now. <laughs> Um, He's been at it quite a while. I'm still struggling. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm still struggling, but you know. Well, happy birthday, Papa Moon. Yeah, happy. They're in Olive Garden right now. They're, oh, the Olive Garden. Yeah, that's where he well, wanted the to go. Sticks. Well, yeah. the breadsticks. Oh well, it's, Steph was appalled that he he didn't pick Tango Sur because that's normally where he wants to go. Oh, really? Tango Sur. Yeah. Maybe that's why she was asking about the pod. Were you supposed to go? Yeah, she was asking what oh, time we're doing. Sorry, man. No, that's no. I mean, that's okay. At Olive Garden, it's okay. I didn't okay. want to go to Olive Garden. We just had chicken. Caesar made chicken parm like a week ago, and yeah. it was oh, it was so fire. He's a good cook. And just the expectation of that versus probably the chicken parm that I'd get served, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same. Okay. It wouldn't be the same. So, okay. and there's already a dozen of them. So we don't when do about. you just for our listeners uh, besides the weekend activities, we should wrap up here. Um, when do you have to? You said you have to. You're doing something. You're to class or something. Class or something. We have to change the schedule at some point or no? 
We oh, can do this off here. Yeah, we're doing. Uh, well, that's not until April. But oh, I'll, I'll oh, be going great. to media school starting oh, April. Oh, media school. Yeah. So yeah. So Monday, Tuesday. This is your training ground. Maybe. Yeah. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be doing that in okay. May. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. No, we'll definitely. Don't worry. We'll, we will be here for you guys. You guys are <laughs> flesh and bloodline this podcast. All five. And of then you. the other big announcement is I am going to go for it now. I I, yeah. I, I booked the ticket. Worn down over oh, time. Oh. I got peer pressure. <laughs> I got an $11 flight because of my miles, so boom, we will tape and go for it. Awesome. What, I know you wanted to do that. Yeah. Heck yeah, are we sitting on the beach, maybe having a Mai Tai or something? Sure. I don't know. For some, but, uh, at least a fish taco. A fish taco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram, and follow us at, at Wegs. I'm sorry, Side Action Pod on go. Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, the Wegs Pod. That's, the what Wegs the, Pod. that's what the name of this podcast. We're going to change it. That's the name. Um, and you can check me out on Instagram. At Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Goo, uh, Mr. Grumpy Gills. He got me talking all over myself. Yes. Uh, yeah, we are the Side Action Pod. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Until next week, uh, what do we got from next week? We just got some playoffs. Oh, just, just oh Black playoffs. Monday. We got Black playoffs. Monday too. So, so. all right, guys. Thank you, guys. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Intro and outro and transition music credits. Song titles, Jerry 5 and District 4 by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.org. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0.